0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 205 of the podcast. Uh, It's boys of summer. I bet you know that. I hope you love it as much as I do. I want to welcome you into this episode with my buddy Chris Tallman. Uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. And um, it is kind of a fun coincidence in terms of um, Chris and Mark McConville being positioned near each other uh, because of their uh, slightly similar background. Uh, I was tickled by it. I adore them both, and uh, I hope everybody's doing well this summer. I'm it's going to be interesting this summer uh, moving through the boys of summer because, of course, I'm here in Atlanta for almost the whole summer. So, if anybody knows anybody who is here in Atlanta, listen. I know that's a very specific reach, and um, I have a couple of people hopefully lined up. Uh, I'm sure some of you will suggest the people that I have lined up, and um, I'm not sure some of the shows that shoot here aren't shooting right now. So, I'm getting a little creative. Uh, I'm going to try to get some people who have recording gear of their own either in L.A. or New York and do some over the phones. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always looking for your recommendations and uh, to that end, I want to thank Josh and Jessica and Jenna for all of yours. Uh, Todd and Claire, thanks for your Facebook posts and uh, for, on email, I want to thank Harry and Jay and Cass and I want to congratulate um, Claire on her wedding. Uh, congratulations. And uh, I hope you guys uh, have a great next week and I will will talk to you soon now entering nerdist.com
1: Sibilance
0: Yes Now Sibilance was a Multi-personality character Mm -hmm. uh, Played by Sally Field
1: Yep Oh great show Uh, Great show
0: Uh that's a, was it a musical i can't remember <laughs> oh yeah
1: and every character had their own little song yeah and then when they all sing together oh what a joy it's great well because then everybody in the chorus gets to play one of the uh, many characters of siblings
0: that's wonderful but so but to be clear it is a one-person show mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting yeah well with, then you get with the... no lip-syncing or
1: dubbing. how why would you it's a live right. it's a live theater you right no, so it's, this is no Hamilton. This is Hamilton before it was Hamilton.
0: My eyes are darting around feverishly as I try to figure out how this all is all going to come together. It'll be fine. The Sybil and Show. It'll be fine. Uh, how remember how? But that was a big deal, Sybil. When it, I feel like that was somehow I was it's, a kid, so I yeah, don't really remember. But it's I remember. Kind of
1: before my, I remember that it was a thing. I feel like more it was than like a,
0: a reference. People just constantly yeah. made it a reference to it. I feel like
1: I remember Norma Ray. As a as a prominent Sally Field yeah. thing from my childhood, more than Sybil.
0: God, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember what I would have associated Sally Field from. I think in my, I, for me it was this movie called Murphy's Romance.
1: Sure, you know Murphy's Romance. Of course, it ran. So on, many uh, people. HBO all the time. So
0: many people have no idea what it is. Really? I, yeah. I think it's like a. I think unless you had HBO and watched it, I, my dad showed it to me. So I don't even think we had HBO, but. Um. But it's like a thing I'll just sort of toss off with the assumption that someone will know what it is. And they're like, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, oh, it's great. Janet,
1: stop making up movies. Yeah, yeah. I remember because isn't it like, is she like in like a red shirt and like the poster, she's kind of like leaning on Burt Reynolds. Like I kind of feel but like... It's not Burt Reynolds. it's Garner? Yeah. It's Garner, that's yeah. what it But I feel like a very, I see her... Like big movie poster, smile. Probably. Connellena, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's probably true. It's not, I feel like it's maybe 80, 1980. Maybe. Is it maybe, maybe it had a hard time because if it is Garner,
0: it's a very quiet movie.
1: Yeah. But it's her post Burt Reynolds and I, and we all yeah. loved her and him together. Yeah. So much.
0: But that was such a, no, I, first of all, I agree with you. I, I, don't know when it came out that could be but it might have been later than that I didn't see it when it was like new my dad was just like oh by the way here's this wonderful movie I love and mm. rented it for me um a but quiet it's a it's just haunting. a slow small town you know mm-hmm. the divorced mom with her son Corey Haim mm move so it can't it must be like mid 80s right because he's he was if he was my age then he wouldn't have been able to i'm trying to think like
1: like lost boys sort of like the peak of the corey's yeah that's like it was around yeah it was probably a little bit
0: before that but
1: is he still kind of little kid or he's not that
0: little he's like early teen oh i think it's probably right before lost boys all right i don't know i do do all of my movie measuring by how old Corey hame was whether or not he was in it
1: oh wow and then i had to stop that system why why would you stop
0: because he passed away.
1: Oh, Janet.
0: It's hard to say "passed away" when someone has sort of a violent, abrupt OD death.
1: What do you want to say?
0: "Passed away" sounds like it's very gentle, and it happens to the like elderly in his sleep or something. Yeah. Okay. All
1: right. Well, so, what would you rather say? He OD'd. What, what about? Uh, but what about a like a? But put a positive spin on it. He flamed he OD'd!
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. sure. He flamed out. That's good too. To That's a That's
1: really good too. I
0: you know make it fun Sure. you know what i mean
1: he's sitting here with us he's
0: burned bright
1: yeah oh there you go he was the he was the candle that burned the candle in the wind
0: Mm. Uh, now now we've now we've turned him into lady diana and you got real murphy's
1: romance in here Uh, oh
0: murphy's romance listen let's get back to that immediately all right my murphy's romance podcast uh i love garner he
1: is and so
0: it is Listen, it's an older man, younger woman romance. Mm-hmm. No one's saying that's new. Mm-hmm. Might be a little obnoxious. Now, if it was made, you'd be like, ugh, another one. But it's they make fun of that. Like, she constantly is teasing him for being an old man. Oh, kind I like of that. Thing. And it does not start out that way. And it's sort of like these two semi-broken people. Mm-hmm. Kind of finding each other, so it, it's in the con. It doesn't feel as much like it's like, listen, this guy in his Corvette picks up this thirty year old and doo doo. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's more of it's it's just it's it's but it's very gentle. It's very rye. It's all it's very James Garner pace. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just very
1: rye. Everything's like under delivered. Well, because that's probably is that during a Rockford file? That's got to be if it's not. I it Maybe right that's after. A good that's, so that's peak. Yeah. Garner time.
0: And they remade Rockford Files for a hot second. Didn't they make a yeah. pilot of it with Dermot they Mulroney? They tried
1: it once, I think, and then it didn't go, and then they tried it again. Yeah, Dermot Mulroney and um, – um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. The awesome character actor who I'm sure you've worked with. He's a thrilling adventure hour guy. Yeah. Um, he does a bunch of the Disney voices now. He's oh, the pilot wash from uh, Firefly. Alan Tudyk.
0: Oh, Alan Tudyk. Oh, Alan Tudyk was Maverick for a second. Or no, he was, he was in the, the, the same pilot. He was, pilot the, lieutenant. With, he was the
1: cop. He got it. Got was sort it. Got, got it. The, Like the hey, Maverick, we gotta figure yeah. out what happened to the. Lady. I don't
0: mind that combo. I'll tell you that right now. Oh no, I'll watch him if with I anything. had to. Yeah, if I had to, if if someone told me that was being remade and I had a short list to choose from, I might choose those two. Durman I'm not, Mulroney? I'm not I'm like a huge Dermot Mulroney fan, but he's definitely, I mean, when you watch him, he's not over, very over the top. Do you like him very under the top. No. Oh. I do love Alan Tudyk, but I don't. What's I your don't, type? Uh, Albert Brooks. Oh, <laughs> the best. Uh, oh, you're the, like my yeah. modern day Albert Brooks, God bless to be you. honest. Thank you You know very that much. that's true.
1: Uh, i've heard that from time yeah to time. i love that guy Who yeah doesn't what
0: a great person to be compared to you lucky son of a bitch thank you i that's think why of you as, that's as, why he's as, top of my brain
1: there you go i think of you as albert brooks a lot of times too
0: god that's so interesting that we share that uh, mm-hmm. comparison in, in common with each other uh
1: what do you uh what's your favorite albert brooks movie Defending Your Life. Yeah, I was just thinking of
0: that Oh, really? Yeah. I can't... You know, some people are like, oh, you're going with the more recent ones, which, by the way, that's like in the 80s now or the very early 90s. I totally... I mean, like Modern Romance and Lost Mm -hmm. in America, those are great and they they are very... They're sort of more authentically Albert Brooks, Mm -hmm. like, comedy album sort of comedy. But... Defending Your Life to me is like the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny and charming, and Meryl Streep is
1: sensational. Well, that's that's what I like because not that the other actors or actresses that he's worked with in other films aren't good. Like Julie Haggerty's great, great. Um, Catherine, I'm blanking on her name, the lady from Modern Romance. She's right. great, um, but like him with Meryl Streep, you're like, oh my gosh, she's so charming yeah, and she's funny. Yeah, she's so warm. She's oh, my gosh. She's so
0: warm. And it warms him up. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. But, you know, it just really warms him up. And it's such a sensitive movie that it's just so great to see them together. And, yeah. like, it's well, a, I love that that way into his neuroses, opposed to, like, the way you... Would, you know what I mean? Like, filmmakers yeah. who have those neuroses who kind of attack them from different places. And, and kind of him coming at it in that way is, like, mm-hmm. my favorite way of him being neurotic.
1: It's great. Well, yeah, because it makes him... I, out of control makes it sound like it's wild. But he is. I mean, he's he is a victim of the whole world. Yeah. And then he bounces off of her. He bounces off of Rip Torn. I, oh, mean, I mean,
0: Rip Torn. How really? great is he? Ah, 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 yeah. Ah.
1: Oh, I love that
0: guy. Yeah. Love that guy. You have a little bit of Rip Torn in you, too. We're really, now I'm just like, I can turn you into a, I've got you as Sybil. Fine. <laughs> with oh. all these different people.
1: You'll love my one woman show.
0: I will love your one woman show musical <laughs> thank you very much
1: miss personality nee, um, nee, nee, nee. that's like the opener and the closer
0: it, oh, oh. well it has to uh what's that word um end no the like i mean first of all yes mm-hmm. but when it uh it comes back the reprise reprise all the reprise, reprise. Oh, the reprise yeah. the repri- it's it's a musical term please
1: i'm so sorry please, it's a musical DSL term. Coda?
0: oh god now you've really gotten latin
1: on me sheet mu- that's sheet oh. music talk oh, yeah.
0: do you play an instrument
1: I, played. I don't
0: even You're, I mean right now today in today's life not in high school because uh, I'm getting to that
1: <laughs> I don't that was the one instrument that I played I always wished I played piano I have like piano players hands I have like giant piano fingers I've got long yeah, yeah weirdo hands.
0: I guess you can't it's that's not a that's not an instrument that's sort of like oh well listen what you can just take your in your knowledge from playing the tuba you can say that sure to you can't it's not easy to apply that to piano the way i think there are some instruments that maybe go back and forth more easily
1: yeah no tuba does not really <laughs> translate to i think it's probably because it's all it's the three valves it's probably not too dissimilar from like a trumpet yeah a um, horn you
0: could get into another horn probably if yeah needed
1: to. or a euphonium Oh, it's a euphonium. Like, euphonium is like a baby tuba. It's the it's oh, it's the one that you can kind of it's you know it's like teddy bear size.
0: Aww. Oh yeah. Can oh, you yeah. squeeze it like a teddy bear and mm-hmm. hold it close at night?
1: And when you hold it, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you so love it. So
0: it's the the, it's the snuggles fabric softener <laughs> bear. <laughs> what if you only identified every kind of animal with like a commercial version of the animal?
1: That'd be fun. I think. Don't we do that all? I mean, like, I'm trying to
0: think if I can think of a single other example.
1: Of well, I, for me, I kind of go to like Disney animals. Like I go to like oh, Jungle okay. Book and yeah. Think of, like, all did you of see them. the new Jungle Book? I did. I, took I haven't my daughter seen it yet. It. It's a little more violent because I have two. It looks
0: like it's. I mean, it's pretty an polished it? and darker, it's, and it's like Favreau yeah. and
1: all that. Yeah. And also, I think like I I liked it. My t- I have two younger daughters. I have a six year old and an eight year old, and they got very freaked out at points. And I, it makes yeah. sense because there's. A, a lot of fire in it, which is scary because it's like sort of fire sure. in a jungle. And the other thing is because all the characters other than Mowgli are animals, all they can do to fight is sink their fangs into each other. Yeah. Which, as a, when it's a cartoon, you know, like they can swat at each other and you can right. kind of... But right. it, when, when it's all sort of that...
0: Hyper-realistic-ish. CG, like, yeah. You're CG, like, yeah.
1: those are claws. Yeah. Those are rocks. Yeah. They're falling. Yeah. Um, you know, but like... All is the, it
0: funny? Yeah. Is it just a total... So, Because from the previews, you can't tell if they just abandon all of the goofiness of the original, which is really what I remember and loved and I was fond of.
1: It's more... It's interesting. They keep a couple of the songs. It does not look oh, like a really? musical, yeah. but they try and play it kind of like, oh, here comes Baloo, and he just loves to sing that one song. <laughs> and so it's Bill Murray and the kid singing Bare Necessities. Huh. Okay. So sort of for that... For me, that sentimental button, yeah. it gets pushed, yeah. and that I love that. Yeah, but it's a little weird because they don't really do a full number. It's kind of them just sort of floating down the river, singing this song that they both magically know, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, did you guys watch that the movie of the Jungle right.
0: Book? Right. Yeah, well, that's what I imagine. That it sort of feels mm-hmm. like. If it feels like they kind of put that in there for.
1: I think your so. gen,
0: you know, for our generation, for anybody who's not seeing it for you the first time, you said your
1: generation. That's okay. I'm an am an older generation. Well,
0: I was thinking. I'm thinking it only Murphy's in terms of, of you going with your. <laughs> you I think it man only jokes. in terms of you versus your daughters, mm-hmm. and that made it sound like you guys were in some sort of fight with each other. I want you to know that's, that's not true. how I see it. That's all right.
1: That's all right. Uh, it. it was. I like it. I feel like we're in. You know, obviously we're in this big like. Let's take every Disney cartoon and make into a live action movie. Yeah. Um. I like a lot of them as cartoons. My I don't dislike a lot of the live action ones, but I mean to me, that's the point of animation is yeah. you get to go to these worlds and you have the the just like if you took out the characters and just looked at the background paintings like some of the artistry oh, yeah. is wonderful. So
0: good. Wonderful. You really can see how people rich people go down the rabbit hole, uh probably even almost literally if mm-hmm. they have a cell from Alice in Wonderland. Nice. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> do you want to pause? <laughs> do I? Do I? Do I need a minute? Okay. No, I can pat myself on the back and right. talk. Yeah, um, but uh, of like collecting cells, you mm-hmm. know, having an old cell do do from different. No, no. I, I
1: I don't know why. I think it's because maybe because I've always seen them as animation.
0: Also, I think I said rich people, so I have to immediately exclude myself from that. Oh, category.
1: I don't know. You've got your twenty-four hour <laughs> chocolate fountain over here.
0: Yeah, I inherited that from
1: know from
0: the willy Wonka. Oh! Factory.
1: nice he left you something he did. wait what happened to willy <laughs>
0: uh he's passed he's passed away he burned uh-huh. bright
1: mm, he's like flamed to say, out i like to say, no, or maybe he candied up he candied up i don't know that's like
0: that makes it for sure sound like it was maybe a hero over there. <laughs> yeah well really yeah well y- you know you're really. right no you're right uh, if you if were going to be on dr- a serious drug, it would for sure
1: be heroin. Uh, this is a weird gear shift, but you said Willy Wonka. What's your feeling about Gene Wilder? I love him. Oh, love the best, right?
0: Love, love,
1: uh, love, love. Stir Crazy was on TV the other night. Oh yeah, and flipped in like right when they got into jail. I was like, oh, this is this is the best. Yeah, it's the best.
0: He is. There really is like no one like him. I mean. You can sort of go. You can sort of go. I mean, I'm not saying this is true for every actor, but there are certainly those comparisons that can be made where you know it's like Kevin Costner appears on the scene and people are like, he's Steve McQueen reincarnated, and you sort of have these Mm -hmm. these types, these you know the archetypes that that that. that, If you even only go back like one generation, it's like, oh, okay, who's our generation's Paul Newman or who's our generation? Or who's our
1: uh, Jimmy Stewart, that kind of thing, right?
0: I feel like you can kind of track some of that, but I I feel like, good God, I don't know that I think anyone has kind of a Gene Wilder quality.
1: I saw him interviewed, I think it was like on Turner Classic Movies or something, and he's telling a story about how he was at some event and Cary Grant was there. And he's freaking out because Gene Wilder's like, that guy's a movie star. Yeah. And Cary Grant, somehow they fi- he finds himself talking with Cary Grant. And Cary Grant says, see, the reason people like guys like you and me is like, because we're like normal guys. So the audience looks at us and think, oh, yeah, I'm just like them. And Gene Wilder's like, people think you and me? <laughs> people would
0: lump us into the same? Yeah. Like,
1: I'm a normal guy. Yeah. You're Cary Grant. Yeah. <laughs> You're the biggest, <laughs> handsomest Clark Kent like." slab of meat like yeah but i love that to have gene wilder be inside that moment and be like holy cow, yeah carrie grant's like saying we're good
0: oh yeah oh, I love it's that. not i mean that's part of what's fun about hearing that other people that we admire nerd out because you know mm-hmm. there's there's some varying level of nerding out over someone that you think of as like a famous star person yeah that, you know
1: well it's humanizing it's particularly when it's like someone you're a fan of all of a sudden talks about how much they love squeeze or something yeah like that. you're like oh my gosh
0: yeah
1: and you see their eyes light up and they come yes, alive yes yes that's my like uh, and, uh do you ever listen to the writers panel podcast uh,
0: i mean i've I, I know and i've been to some uh, even in uh, live oh, nice. but Ooh. well you know
1: well that's what you do with your rich person money
0: I go to meltdown. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: The most exclusive. Of <laughs> that's comedy right. Theaters. All
0: twenty seats. Uh,
1: he always wraps that interview up by saying, "What are you watching now? What are you listening to?" And it's great because I, I very much like. I find most of my music through my brother. Like my brother ha- and I have like a little Dropbox, and online once a month he started putting. it. Oh, Here's that's what great. I'm listening to. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. And How?
0: What's the age difference? And are you older? Two or years.
1: You... I'm two years. I'm the oldest, and then him. Him. And then my sister is two years younger. So and then
0: him, and then your sister, mm-hmm. two, two, and two. Okay. Oh, you're the only. You're the oldest.
1: I am. I'm the trailblazer. Are you the trailblazer? Not really. <laughs> I am. Pretty shy. I mean, I guess I'm. I'm not shy now. When I was like a kid, like elementary school, middle school, high school, I was shy, shy, shy. shy
0: where, where, where was this?
1: Madison, Wisconsin.
0: Oh, the shy state.
1: Yeah. No. The Athens of the Midwest. That's right. The Berkeley of Wisconsin. That's right. Um,
0: that's funny because the last person it won't—I don't think it will go in this order, but maybe it will. It, has to uh, be. it, it was McConville, and he's also oh, from Wisconsin. So yeah, funny.
1: He, we met. He's like up northern Wisconsin, like almost. I know Minnesota-y. that he looks.
0: He looks across his, his his. He was saying that his room faced a different state,
1: Minnesota. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he like right on Minnesota. the he's like. He's sort of like O'Clary or something. Yeah, and then yeah, we met. In Madison, doing comedy sports. Isn't
0: that so funny? Mm-hmm. That was that was a totally unplanned coincidence. But that happens to me frequently with the podcast, where totally randomly, circumstantially, the very last person I podcast will be from the same place as the next person. Wow! And they don't. Sometimes they don't even know each other. So mm-hmm. the fact that you guys actually met in Madison is novel. But
1: yeah, we've known each other i don't know i'm not good at math 20 years or something like that that. long time yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah. uh uh well i won't go into my long uh explanation of how little of madison i've seen and why but it does include me saying that i unfortunately thought i was going to be in madison when i was there and wasn't and that is the whole reason that i said yes listen you're just gonna have to listen to that episode to know more i will uh but uh but yeah that's a place that is just that and and um you know minnesota and mm-hmm. are just kind of great places for comedy great place for comedy well people maybe don't necessarily know about or think of but i think i think, I think chicago twin cities
1: yeah proximity. oh well i mean you know it's cold so God be funny the, well the you got many months to sit inside and Think about what you'd do if there were other people around.
0: I guess when you're that far up north, you probably have like really dark winters in general, too, where the sun kind of doesn't isn't around much.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how it is like in Los Angeles, like, you know, with like daylight savings, like, oh, wow, it got dark a lot sooner. Yeah. In in the Midwest, it's like, oh, it got dark at like five. Yeah. And, you know, as soon as the sun goes down, it was already cold. Yeah. But now it's yeah, you don't go outside. Did
0: you play hockey and stuff?
1: Oh, God, no. I have weak ankles.
0: Oh, yeah. Weak no, ankles.
1: my body's betrayed but me. But yet, in many you could hold ways. on
0: to a tuba. That seems heavy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I.
0: <laughs> or is that a plate seated?
1: Uh, I was never in marching band. Oh no, I okay. was in. I don't know what they called it. Honor band, sort of like orchestra. And I played both the sousaphone and the tuba. Sousaphone is the one that sort of wraps around you and Mm -hmm. sits on your shoulder. I think in that picture, that's a sousaphone. Oh, it is, okay. The the, tuba's the one that you hold. I
0: was so preoccupied with you being barefoot that I did not identify it (sighs) properly as a sousaphone.
1: uh, Can I explain the picture?
0: (laughs) I wish you would.
1: So here's the deal. (laughs) You know, it's coming up on senior year. You Mm -hmm. gotta go get your picture taken. And it's Madison, Wisconsin. So you go there and the photographer says, you know, bring many changes of clothing. And so I had a suit. And I think when we were there talking to the guy, there must have been some demo photo in like the little lobby showcase area Mm -hmm. that was somebody in all white. Mm -hmm. And so that must have somehow resonated because I'm not in general a person who wears all Uh that, (laughs) all white, all white.
0: Listen, you would have fit right into Defending Your Life. The idea of a a dead person in a band playing (laughs) sousaphone barefoot in heaven wearing all white is just about that movie.
1: The the, the thing behind that is, so I had my appointment. For whatever reason, my mom couldn't drive me, and I was not driving yet. So we lived just close enough, probably like a couple miles away, that it was feasible that I could walk. Uh So it's August – in Wisconsin. <laughs> no. And Madison sort of geographically is kind of like it's at swamp level. It's not a swamp area, yeah. but the ground is very low to the water level. Mm-hmm. So it's just humid mosquito-y. Yeah. And, and I have curly hair. Uh-huh. So I'm carrying a sousaphone and a giant bag full filled with clothes. Mm. Um so I'm walking a couple of miles, so by the time I get there, I'm just I'm just like a melting stick of uh-huh. butter. <laughs> just shiny idea. and my curly hair is as curly as it's ever been yeah and of course because i walked i thought it would take 15 minutes it probably took like an hour and oh 15. sure so i'm yeah. super late so we're rushing to try and get <laughs> through it so i'm just putting on different stuff he's like yeah, yeah that's a good one and so i put on the white stuff with the sousaphone because they said if you bring an instrument play yeah, it. sure and i was sort of i always knew that it was weird to play the tuba i didn't Pick it because I had a strong calling to it. I was in band. I think around sixth or seventh grade is when you start playing instruments yeah. in school, and I wanted to play drums. And the teacher, the the band teacher, sort of said like, "I don't want all you boys back there slamming stuff." And I took that to heart. It's like, oh God, I don't want to be one of those boys that slams. You were a things. good kid
0: in that way. Right? Oh,
1: I was always very like I wanted to follow the rules yes. and do well. Oh yeah. Uh, so for some reason, I kind of looked around the room and thought, oh, tuba. Um. Everybody loves a tuba player, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to talk to that guy? That guy's, uh, you know. And this is the heart of that weirdo, self-conscious, shy time. That's great. So I was like, Yeah, who would want to talk that's to that great. guy? Picturing myself as some sort of like, like
0: a martini glass in one hand and a tuba in the other.
1: I guess I don't oh. know. I thought like, Oh, this will be cool. Yeah. And I picked the least cool. Oh. Uh, that yeah. really is endearing. Thank you. Uh, get to
0: the barefoot part. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: that's why I have a tuba. So then for some reason, I think because the set was all white, because you know, they used sort of like those scrims or psychs, yeah. whatever you call it. And so he, I guess he didn't want to get dirt on his psych. He's like, you're all in white. <laughs> so take off your shoes and socks. And uh, I, as I say it now, it sounds creepy. <laughs> it, it didn't feel <laughs> creepy. But what? I just remember like... The other day, when you asked me for a photo, I clicked on that, and I went, oh, God, no. I'm
0: so happy that you have it. It means the world to me.
1: It's a moment in time. Oh,
0: my God. Wait, did he say anything like, don't worry, your feet will be cut out of the photo, so it no. won't be
1: <laughs> No, it was very much the point. It was like, you're just a casual, you're just a cool teenage kid walking around all oh dressed in white, God. in shorts, barefoot. With a sousaphone. that
0: is the picture that they would show if you had become a serial killer Mm -hmm. and they would have been like let me tell you what you can analyze some some FBI profiler would have been like um I was able to analyze uh, his killing type by (laughs) the no the barefoot uh, Mm -hmm. you know and then and then the tuba represents blah 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 Mm -hmm.
1: and as soon as the photo comes up a room full of FBI profilers are like
0: oh uh, oh yikes
1: troubled yeah troubled (laughs) youth oh
0: what's his middle name because we we all need to call him by three names immediately. Oh,
1: Christian Peter Tallman. Uh just yeah. No, just a sexless <laughs> D&D loving comic book <laughs> reading just little That's nerd. Great. Oh yeah. Did and, you
0: were you did you uh get tall young or did you have a growth spurt?
1: Um I must have had a growth spurt. I don't ever remember someone remarking how unusually big I was, so I'm going to say I had a normal yeah. Whatever, you know, on the doctor chart of height. Um,
0: At least but, you were never like a shrimp for long enough.
1: Were you ever a shrimp long enough to be I like, your so.
0: last name is incorrect.
1: Mm-hmm. You did. Well, but, you know, you know, any name that a child can take yeah. apart and, and mess you up. Yeah. So, no, I think like around fifth grade, my friend Alan Ritchie figured out, because my name is Christian Tallman. He's like, oh, from now on, we're going to call you Jewish short woman. Sure not really sure. anything other yeah. than just opposites right but yeah but that was that, that but
0: at least it was your friend saying that
1: that's true he, and he was funny i mean your name isn't dick van dyke he's done all right oh that's true that's true that's right i forgot about that are you talking about diagnosis murder
0: well people call him penis van lesbian sometimes what? Which is not the opposite. I'm not saying they call him to his face, but that's a joke that I was that I was privy to from a young age. What? Dick Van Dyke, penis van Lesbian. So that's it. Oh, a, I get it. But why would you do such a thing to Dick Van Dyke? I don't know. He's a legend. Mr. Van
1: Dyke, I should say.
0: Uh yes, you should. Um, I don't know, because the, because of the reasons aforementioned, which is that if there's opposites. a joke to be made about someone's... In this case, it was just uh, synonyms, but um, <laughs> you, got, you ended up with opposites. Well,
1: the, clearly, the people you were running with were pretty advanced with their joke telling. Yeah. I thought you were referencing... I, when I first moved here, I was on an episode of Diagnosis Murder. with You
0: the, 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 were?
1: I was diagnosed, Janet, with a case of the murders.
0: <laughs> Wait, were you a tuba-playing assassin who left his barefoot prints uh, as his signature because no one ever gets footprints like they keep fingerprints on file. They don't keep footprints on file. So you can, if you touch everything with your feet, you can't be caught.
1: Is this now going to be our relationship (laughs) from now on? You're going to be like, hey, how can
0: I compare anything you're talking about to being a barefoot
1: tubist? Look what I had printed up on giant phone (laughs) for. All over this room. This
0: T-shirt with your picture on it. Oh, uh, nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Okay, were you the victim, the suspect, or it the murderer? Was,
1: um, it was. the season premiere. I don't know what season was, but it was the How first many episode.
0: I, I got to be honest, I've never seen an episode. Pro, Is he uh, a doctor who diagnose who also solves crimes? Yeah.
1: Uh, thank you. Yes, That's it's right. sort of. I think take murder. She wrote remove her, mm-hmm. add him, mm-hmm. can't be a writer, because that's the same thing, so right. he's a doctor. Got it. And then he, yeah, but he, like, wor- I, th- I don't even know if he's a coroner. Mm. I think he might just be, like, a really good doctor.
0: He's probably just, like, a great family physician mm-hmm. who can somehow <laughs> use his knowledge of the human psyche just in his experience day to day, plus his medical and he knowledge. does
1: funny pratfalls. It's,
0: oh, he does! No. I didn't know. Though
1: he was, an old, man. He was an old man, I thought
0: maybe there was still some physical funniness. I don't it remember
1: it. The episode I was on. The reason I mentioned that it was the premiere for that season was because so they had a lot of guest stars. Mm-hmm. I was not a guest star, mm-hmm. but the one I was. The episode was called "The Roast," so I was playing a Jim Carrey like upstart comedian who crashes a roast. Of the Dick Van Dyke characters. Oh, okay. So, so all the comedians on the dais, it was Tom Poston, Tim Conway, Steve wow. Allen, uh, Audrey Meadows, um, David Leisure, who was Joe Isuzu. He was sort of oh, big sure, sure. The moment. Oh, sure, sure. Joe and Asuzu, then, yeah. And then Julia Duffy from mm-hmm. The New Heart Show. It was like yeah. a bunch of them. Oh, wow. And so I... Bu- I- was
0: that one of your first acting jobs?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty while? much. I had done one couple. I mean, I'd done stage stuff in New York. Yeah. And then right when I moved out here, I did that. Yeah. So that was, and so that was crazy because, and because it was all these celebrities in between takes, they had sort of back behind the set a giant circle of all those director chairs. Oh, yeah. And because I was one of the people, they let me sit there, but uh, I didn't say
0: anything. Oh, yeah.
1: And all they did was just talk about, like, at one point. Oh, Norm Crosby was one of the mm-hmm. guys. And he at one point he goes, you want to hear what kind of asshole uh, Robert Goulet is? And so they're telling stories like <laughs> that where you're like.
0: What a gift.
1: This Oh, it really yeah. was. And I was very aware of the fact like I should not yeah. be here. But
0: I am not going anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, until any one of them looks at me, yeah. I'm just going to pretend like, yeah, I'm sitting here with my script and stuff. Oh, it, but it oh, was that's the fact. great. And because they were all sort of, Peers with Dick Van Dyke, so he would kind of come and sit with. Sure. The, oh, the best. That's a great.
0: That's a great early career job. It was
1: a luck. It was a good. What luck. a joy! Yeah.
0: Uh, did you do? Th- you said. I mean, based on everything you just described in high school, did that include theater? Or oh were yeah. You too D and D still allowed some time for. Oh a Well, little bit of I mean, theater.
1: there's always time for D and D, Janet. Yeah. Maybe later on. Tonight? Are oh, we well,
0: playing it right now? We, I've never played, so I don't know how it works. Elf,
1: you are confronted by a bugbear.
0: Is that how it works? <laughs> Is you a bugbear real? Wait, hold on. I don't know anything about D and D.
1: You don't know anything about D. Not even in not all really. your elbow rubbings with the nerds.
0: And I know, but this is the thing: is that I've talked to people who play D and D before. I think McConville may have been one of them. That sounds right. Um, but no one has ever. This is as far as it's ever gone for me. Mm-hmm. Is I know there's a multi-sided die mm-hmm. because people make fun of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, you keep it in a velvet pouch. I'm not sure. Uh, I do have my dice in a velvet uh, okay, pouch. Good. Um, and people are like, oh yeah, it's role play where you know there's wizards, and mm-hmm. I assume Dungeons and Dragons because that's in the sure, name, sure. Uh, and that there's probably elves. Sure. I don't know that I've ever learned anything beyond that. That it's like, okay, you know that you have your ah. powers, and you know that you're essentially just hanging out with your friends, and you're you're in in kind of inhabiting these characters, yeah. and, and
1: you go on adventures, and you go on adventures. Yeah, I would say because I think it was. I'm going to say it was almost a direct result of Lord of the Rings mm. as a novel
0: yeah, guys. For those of you who are younger, I want to reassure you that they were a series of books.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Oh no. These are just from the blue And were they new books. Uh, when when we were young, they were still not new.
1: Yeah. These were like things like our parents would read to us, or mm-hmm. like when you were a younger kid, you'd see it like on a college kid's That's shelf right. and be like, yeah. "Ooh, Return of the King." Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Uh, yeah no, it's so it's so it's very much exactly what you're thinking. It's wizards and elves and fighters and that sort of.
0: And would you wear clothes that? Kind of um, represented that in some
1: way? You, you could, honestly, it was really more very similar to this. It's people sitting around a table. It's all like theater of the mind. One person is called the dungeon master, and right. they're essentially the storyteller. I guess I knew that there was a dungeon master. Right.
0: Maybe this will be a thing where, as you tell me, I'll go like, oh, I've heard all these bits and pieces in various times in my life, but never put them all together.
1: And you have a full set of dwarf armor over there. I the don't corner. want to talk about that right now. Right, well. I,
0: I inherited that from, uh, again, Willy Wonka. <laughs> really? Away. Yeah, he was a big D guy.
1: No, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense that Oompa Loompas were kind of like uh, yeah. like D and D dwarves, or maybe mm-hmm. or a halfling, perhaps, because you couldn't call them hobbits.
0: Oh, because that was like a copyright oh, thing. Like oh, okay. Thing. So, so a halfling th- meant a hobbit.
1: Yeah. So, but it basically, it meant that, but it was like big feet, lots of fur, mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. good at being thieves and burglars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so you would go on adventures and you'd fight orcs. You'd mm-hmm. fight.
0: Be. Would your friends be playing orcs, or does everyone kind of there dealing with that as a fictional thing from the outside? I guess it,
1: it would depend on the dungeon master. I think the general idea was we are the the main characters, and then everything else, every other NPC... Non-player character I see. is controlled by the dungeon master. Oh, okay. so okay. the dungeon master could pretend to be I'm the tavern master. I'm the king. I'm the queen. You know all that. Okay, kind of stuff. all right. Yeah, and so and then yeah, dice determine sort of the randomness of of life and things like that.
0: And so how and people could just do this for hours at a time. It's or maybe still do.
1: Yeah, I mean honestly, it's it's probably similar to the way people get together and like watch. Uh, a sporting event yeah. or the Oscars, where it's sort of like we're playing D anD D, but it's also it's the cross hangout, talk. It's
0: our yeah, yeah,
1: and. One of the things about Dungeons and Dragons that I think, unless you play it, you don't really quite understand, is like it just never stops. Like right. there is no satisfying. Wow, we really got a lot done in these right. four hours. We were right. together for four hours, and I think we got down the hallway of the dungeon oh and went into a room. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of like this. Are
0: there cards that you're pulling up too? You like have... how are you just determining who what happens to whom? Well,
1: that's kind of up to the dungeon master. Like you have a, everybody this has a piece master. of paper. It
0: Sounds like too much power.
1: Oh, I'd like to see what Janet's like as a dungeon master. <laughs> I think you'd be a cruel god of the Maybe. universe. You know? I might
0: get hungry for more power.
1: It's As the dungeon master, you're supposed to prepare the adventure. And when D- D&D came out... Like, there's a box set, and then you could go by modules, which was, mm. I'm going to go by, and, and it was called, like, Loath the Demon Queen, mm-hmm. and so, and it came with maps and okay. sort of a breakdown of what was in every so room. So
0: someone is doing a lot of yes.
1: this sort of story
0: weaving before it comes to the group of people. Yeah. I think in my mind, it was like... Improv, yeah, like it was like there was so much of it was just in the moment. Like, I, hold on, I've come up with a new something that happens. I
1: think there, I think a lot of people play that because honestly, there is no like set. Some people are very much by the book and let's reference everything because that's the thing. Like there are those hardcover books, like the Dungeon Master Guide, the Monster mm-hmm. Manual, and inside they're filled with charts and rules and yeah. things. But because you're the boss, if you're the Dungeon Master, you can be kind of like, mm, so you ten have orcs walk your.
0: In orthodox sects of D&D sure. followers
1: mm-hmm.
0: and maybe more relaxed, reformed.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's probably me. And also again, this was, I was like nine. So you have to imagine it, it's, it's children.
0: Right. Playing. But people still do play it as adults. Oh, sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. Oh, Did but, you do it all through high
1: school? Uh, no, I, I feel like what happened was, is I was more of that nerd kid. And then around Freshman year of high school, my mom said, "You have to. You can't sit around at the house during the summertime. You have to go do something." Mm-hmm. So she handed me the. It was like a summer school catalog. Oh, of classes, sure, sure. And I found musical theater,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so I said, "I want to do that." Even the, it was like a whole new way to be a nerd. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But it was the shy part of me wanting to talk to people, mm-hmm. wanting to connect. Well, the
0: same people. guy who reached out and grabbed that tuba, hoping that that was <laughs> going to be his gateway to you know, best I, friendsmanships.
1: I thought, we, I thought we forgot about that, kid. <laughs> nope. You're not going to look at all that, are you? You're uh, like a dog with a bum.
0: Never. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm the dungeon master. This is my dungeon it's called a podcast oh
1: my gosh
0: uh you're gonna have to face that tuba over
1: and over and over (laughs) again until i finally embrace it and start carrying it with me today
0: then it'll be your weapon Uh, Then it'll be your most prized uh, weapon i
1: don't know i don't i I don't somehow see a a positive spin on me being uh, the tuba man
0: we'll keep working on it yeah Um, i'm sure we will did you play any sports uh no i had a heart you I just re- reacted so harshly to my hockey question that uh, it sure was, was a general umbrella
1: i like I, I went to a lot of hockey games uh my mom that's something my that's mom and i would do oh yeah hockey that's a sport no, I, would- I mean
0: going to them oh well,
1: uh, well what i mean is <laughs> i like the game of hockey yeah i like basket. like i like a lot of those things i have a heart murmur so uh i couldn't i was never allowed to participate in actual like Uh, coordinated sports and
0: that's tough when you sort of have that thrust on you Mm -hmm. because you don't ever get to know what you would have been like and how you i mean that's and i don't mean tough like first of all i avoided sports at all costs after a certain age Mm -hmm. i just thought this isn't me this isn't me and now i really like doing stuff that's a little more sporty although i'm not like on a team of any kind Mm -hmm. which some of our friends are as you know sure but um so I'm not, there's no judgment there because by high school I was like, what are the things I can do to not do sports?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, also, especially in high school, go into a locker and change oh, for, in front of everybody. Oh, it. Yeah, that's no. Forget nobody. it.
0: <laughs> Although I guess I was in dance, but then it's like you're just with your dance nerd friends and there's yeah. like an understanding yeah. that no one's going to stare at each other and you don't have to take showers or anything. Ballet? Go into your, no, it was like modern dance. It's like yeah. the general sort of whatever dance encompasses in high school. Oh, she's so like you A little of everything. Oh, I was barefoot in a unitard.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: For sure. Oh, yeah. Here's a little anecdote. I don't think I've told this on the podcast before. Uh, it's maybe my most embarrassing memory of late. Thank you for but sharing this with me. I also cherish it so much. All right. I don't think I've told the story. I Because I feel like I would remember releasing this and unleashing it to the world. But <laughs> I was at a Comic-Con in Austin uh, last year, and um, these adorable boys uh, were driving me um, to go get, like, groceries or something. Okay. And they were were playing some CDs that they had just gotten, like, a friend was going to get rid of them. Or maybe they, you know, they got them at a yard sale. Sure. And so we sort of had the conversation of, like, ooh, you got all these, what gems you got at the yard sale? right. And, um... One of them was Annie Lennox Diva. Oh, sure. And I was like, oh, God, this album. Like, I remember when it came out. Love it, love it, love walking it.
1: Walking on broken glass, Janet.
0: I felt like I was walking on broken glass is not a positive thing to feel. Uh, so <clears throat> they were like, oh, let's put that one in. They put it in this song comes on on the album, and I was like, oh, this, I did a dance to this when I was uh, when I was younger, like when this album came out, I remember doing like a, you know, you got to pick your own music, and I, and I did a, a dance to this, and I was like, I'm trying to remember when this album came out because I can't remember exactly what year it would have been. In fact, I can't even totally remember the dance, but I have a very strong memory of this being associated with a dance I did. And then moments later, I realized that what I was thinking of was that Demi Moore stripped to it in striptease? What? I somehow, what? I somehow transposed <laughs> a movie I've seen once and loved. Enter and, ter- and love. I mean, we all did. I mistook my <laughs> modern dance career, my brief modern dance career in high school, for demi moore's naked body Mm -hmm. in a terrible movie Mm -hmm. i thought that was me chris (sighs) Tallman. i
1: there oh can we unpack
0: Uh, please
1: so at that moment you have that realization yeah do you then say to
0: i did i said it as fast as i thought of it i said it out loud and i was crying i was laughing so hard it's amazing
1: (laughs) I, lo- um, I wonder what it is now when you saw strip did uh, it resonate
0: with you no like- I didn't even know I remembered it like the first thing that came back to me was like when it when it hit me it hit me like someone punched me in the face that I had that 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 had happened because it wasn't a, it's not a movie I talk about think about. Have any, like, I don't refer to it. It's not a, a movie I make jokes about. It's like a forgotten blip in my life. Yet somehow her dancing naked to that song got stuck in my brain and turned into when I heard the song again. I guess the last time I must have heard that song yeah. was probably in my one viewing of the movie. And so somehow when I heard it again, like Pavlovian. But not because I've only seen that movie once. But somehow those two things, you know, like cemented and and together for uh, about two minutes before I realized when
1: you were telling the boys the story. And I wasn't
0: imagining myself taking my clothes
1: off. Well, that's what that was. Where that's I'm, what
0: I'm saying. It was like this murky sort of like I I I I erupted with this factoid before I really it, before it was fully formed. It was like oh I did a dance to this, and then as I started trying to think like. What what was the da- what was the dance like? Oh, what was true. it like? like? I know I I know I did, I had but like a Betty Page and then it just, haircut. Yeah, I mean it was no, it was so nebulous, and then it so immediately came into focus, and the person that was in focus was Demi Moore's tits. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Dummies Moore's tits are with us every day in a way
0: <clears throat> Every day if you want them to be
1: When there was one They're for all of us When there was one uh, set of footprints That's when Demi's Morris tits <laughs> was carrying you We're carrying you We'll figure it out I love I that I know Isn't that crazy Did, did the teenage bo- Not teenage Have you
0: boy. ever done that? Have you ever thought something happened to you And then found out that it was something you'd seen Or something that happened to someone else? I
1: don't know I feel like I think because of improv, usually my memory is kind of sharp on stuff like yeah. that. I'm I I, but thought, believe I me, I've, I've done all I kinds have thought
0: of thought the same. Let's go through and listen to my entire music catalog. And if you think you did a dance to something, mm-hmm. it may not Oh
1: wait have a been. minute. I was in this play. Oh yeah, I remember this one. It's uh me it was like me and five other guys, like we're in a play and then we all uh, take off our clothes. <laughs> <if> we, <yeah. laughs> Oh no, that's Full Monty. Yeah, that's Full Monty.
0: Hey, you could have done a production of the Full Monty. I, I, it I still a can. Thanks. I'm, st- I'm still. No one is stopping you. Still
1: viable as a potentially. Uh, I'm a. I could be a Mark Addy type. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Don't you ever forget it. I. Uh, I <laughs> Why am I telling you this? Because of what I just told you, you feel sorry <sighs> for me, so you're trying to tell me something.
1: Uh, no, uh, Mark Addy makes me think of. Uh, he was Fred Flintstone in the second Flintstones movie. Oh, really? And I remember I. Uh, auditioned for that again right after i moved here i remember getting to audition because john goodman was not coming back right he he had our he had artistic integrity he's not going to do fred flintstone too sir that's right
0: he had the integrity to do the first
1: so i just remember that i got to audition for that and thinking that it was like this is it guys i'm auditioning again see you suckers. not like not anything more than an audition right in an room yeah but I remember thinking, like that was my relationship, especially when I moved out here.
0: When did you come out here? Because I feel like I met you before I even moved here. It was mm-hmm. right at IO as I was moving going to move here. Basically. I remember talking
1: to you at IO, and then
0: you were hosting Crossballs, and that was like a big deal to me. That Besser was like, "Hey, you want to do something on my show? Oh yeah." And I was like, "Oh yes, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's Besser." Yeah, absolutely. I
1: mean, the UCB. Like, I don't. I don't think you can overestimate what they are or no
0: and have become since even then for yeah sure yeah uh
1: i moved here i lived in new york for s- six years and then i moved i i didn't mean necessarily to move out here i came out here for a pilot season in january of 99 oh okay and got a job and so i just stayed um so what is that 99 what is it 2016 now so that's 17 years is yeah. that right yeah so you've that? been here
0: a handful of years before
1: have, when did but... you get here
0: I think it was like 2005, 2005, 2006, okay. end of 2005, early 2006, something like that. So that's when crossballs was? Mm-hmm. No, well, it could have been a little before that, because I hadn't moved yet. I remember I stayed in oh, friend's Oh, you hadn't done it couch. when you,
1: oh, that's, so you were on Crossbones before you moved? Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's a great, and was that part of the impetus for like, oh, I gotta get in there, mm, I man. think so,
0: yeah. It was definitely kind of part of this, like, I think it was like I was down here, probably for pilot season Filming and it was like woman. while you're here that was the other thing that i shot before i moved here yeah um
1: by the way i'm waiting for, waiting a, for waiting that for, was
0: bad i'm waiting for that story
1: no i'm waiting okay. for the that catwoman too, starting to start a prize
0: jail- so i can come back well i want you to be goes. catwoman
1: you'd be a good catwoman oh
0: boy <laughs> that's hard that's tough to picture um why you I don't can, know if I can I don't know if I can harness uh my goofiness long enough to be in that kind of outfit.
1: Let's say just for fun argument's sake. Like, well you've already been core. like you're already kind of part no, of like No, that's a
0: cartoon that I, I but, don't have to embody physically. But
1: you're playing that character. Mm. You, you have that in you, mm-hmm. right? Like if you were going to be uh in some sort of like, let's call it the sort of genrey stuff. Is there one that would be m- most interesting to you, or
0: like you mean superhero genre or like a genre? I'm just kind of opening like it up. Big, like
1: it could be oh. Lord of the Ringsy, it could be superheroy, but I mean sort of that yeah, heroes fantasy and villains, imaginary that well, kind of thing. You know,
0: um, that's a fun question.
1: Star Warsy. I mean, it could
0: oh be a, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Jungle booky.
0: I mean, I pro- it would be fun to do like a superheroy thing for sure. I guess I, I guess I associate that really positively now because of. The sort of Guardians of the Galaxy type Ooh. sensibility of like Ooh. very funny and relaxed and sort of ironic, but still mm-hmm. with heart and you know, with a lot of action, and all that kind of stuff. That and would be it looks fun. beautiful, and it looks beautiful, but I do like sci fi stuff too. Did mm-hmm. you, did you uh, like sci fi too when you were? You oh, were I liked to, like all Star of Trek stuff. and Star Wars, Star and Trek all that kind of stuff.
1: My stepfather was really into Star Trek, so that's sort of hot because I think I was more Star Wars. Uh, I remember Star Trek being on TV and kind of watching it, but there's also like for a little while they made Star Trek into a Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, so I me- yeah, they I remember they really did. Yeah. loving that. Yeah, um, yeah. I was yeah as a kid. I loved all the all the nerd stuff. The Sid and Marty Croft, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, comic books. Yeah, weekly. I would go on Saturdays. I would ride my bike to the comic book store, um, and you know, because when you're a kid, it's like okay, I have three dollars. So that means yeah. – because com- comics at that point maybe were like 50 cents or something. So you could really – oh, that's six yeah. comics if I do it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, reading was a big escape for me. And that's kind of, uh, I think, kind of what brought me to Dungeons & Dragons because Dungeons & Dragons was sort of like role pl- like live-action reading. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's a story, but I get to decide. Sure. It. And, I get- and also, again, being that shy kid – the idea of being somebody else—that's how I got into acting. I got into acting because the idea of going back to that musical theater class thing—I was like, I get to be somebody else. I get to be somebody who can talk to yeah. people and is confident, and then b- funny. Like that was—that was the goal. Was
0: that you said that was between—that was in high school.
1: That was like fresh. That's like sort of yeah. right as I started high school, and that almost exactly lined up. Time-wise, with the first time I saw comedy sports, which was the improv group mm-hmm. that I that sur- so I learned improv and acting sort of at the same time, and so I always think of them as being very yeah tied. Lucky to each you! Other. I'm
0: always impressed when people start improv young because that was that was like the last thing for me.
1: Well, it could be super scary. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the idea of like the way. I feel about stand-up, I think, is the way a lot of people feel about improv. I'm terrified of stand-up. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm terrified of stand-up, too. I guess I was also terrified of improv for a Mm -hmm. very long time. I think it was like, that. Like oh, that's a thing I should be good at. So if I'm not, I'm going to feel like a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And so I was very fearful in a lot of ways about about stuff like that. About improv? improv, Yeah. Where I would be like, oh, I'm I'm a funny kid in class and I'm in the school plays. Mm -hmm. But God forbid I actually have to show up and be funny on purpose, that's when everyone will find out I'm a
1: fraud. Right. I think
0: I really had a lot of fear about stuff like that as a young person.
1: I think, I mean, I don't think you just have, you have to be a young person to be scared of that. I think like that is the the weirdo secret of improv is that you don't, the the harder (laughs) you try to be funny, the less successful you are. Every once in a while, like anything, you kind of stumble into it and you're like, oh, that's easy. Yeah. And then you try that same character or joke in another class or scene and you're like god that just sucks, right oh yeah no i feel like especially with improv the trick is just like you are enough you have all the answers inside of you just
0: having having a team i mean that's now it's my favorite thing you know it's my as soon as it became a thing i was comfortable with Mm -hmm. it became my favorite thing so quickly and and i just did an interview with someone uh like a press interview for something and someone was um kind of asking me about that and they were kind of talking about um, they brought up the festival as well, and sort of said, I, "I don't know." They were just sort of talking about like, "What do you like? What what do what do people who don't do those things? What are what are things that kind of make the crossover in terms of like team, like being a team player or
1: oh, whatever?" Oh, like what are the applications of improv kind outside of? Outside yeah, of improv. it sort okay. of it sort of went
0: into that place, and and the more I talked about, it, the more I was like yeah, this is my favorite thing in the world. Like on so many levels, up to and including just Mm -hmm. the the social quality of it and the trusting kind of team play. I mean, that's... And and the further I dive into the importance of that, the further away I get from something like stand-up because I realize I can't apply any of my favorite things Mm -hmm. about improv to stand-up, which is this whole idea of being on stage with a bunch of people and feeling like you have a safety net at any given moment. And that that's my favorite feeling. My favorite feeling is contributing to something and feeling like i made it better but but completely matched with that feeling is the feeling that i'm flailing and someone coming in and making something good out of it yeah that feeling of being rescued Mm. is just as powerful to me as the feeling of rescuing someone else oh absolutely not to say that the only enjoyment is born out of failure but just those moments where you feel like oh my god i love this person and, Mm -hmm. and there's something those stupid trust exercises that people do when they do work retreats, like all of those cliches that we all roll our eyes at and make fun of Mm -hmm. about those retreats. The best version of that is, is, is truly present in great improv every time where you feel like, There's part of me that's like Chris. I would trust my life with you.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. There's a this comedy sports, the improv theater where I started. Like they're having their national tournament right now, and it's a great thing because comedy sports is in like I don't know 25 cities or something. So once a year, like any other business, there's a I'm going to call it a convention. That's not exactly what it is, but people from every city meet. They agree. This year we're in Indianapolis, so 110 improvisers from all over the country some of whom have met each other most of whom don't but they all have improv in common they get together for a week and again it's like it's like comic-con it's like anything yeah. else it's like people like-minded yeah. with that love of improv get together and it is the most fun oh, week so as cool. an improviser oh yeah so it's, cool. it's 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 i'm sure it's a similar thing with the uh, sketch fest you know yeah. it's, it's like-minded people yeah. getting together for a week. And mixing up the casts, and oh, you want to do this thing? Yeah, like and seeing other great. people perform. Oh, you know, it's the best.
0: Now, did your when you because you got into that, and when you got into musical theater and stuff when you were in high school, did that? You said that. Um, I, I guess I'm drawing the conclusion that you probably weren't very popular with the girls. Oh God! When no. you were a kid, did did that change for you with high school? Because did it, did you get a different kind of confidence? And by the way. I have a lot of friends who were very confident in some ways and not confident in others, which I feel like I've even brought up on the podcast. Like somebody who's so, you know, right. fiercely funny and like unafraid to sort of do this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. but then gets in a room with a girl he likes and can't. Yeah, can I think f- form words. You know,
1: I think by the time, like, let's say, like by senior year, I think because I was in. That show by that point and it was unusual most of the people in the in, in the in comedy sports at the point were in college or older so that was sort of an anomaly I was like the youngest one mm-hmm. so I think that helped certainly as far as my confidence and stuff but I mean you know it's like I, I think I so badly wanted to have a girlfriend that I would just choke and mm-hmm. uh, I had you know I dated people amazing women. But, like, I don't know that I was, I think I wanted it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think really until I was here in my 30s that I, find. you know, it's like you, I don't know if everybody has this experience, but I wanted to be in a relationship so much that I think I would kind of box myself out of them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know Jeff Davis? Mm Mm-hmm. Jeff Davis described it to me once as eyebrows up and eyebrows down. Hmm. And he was like, when you go someplace, you want to be, you can be one of two things. You can be eyebrows up or eyebrows down. Eyebrows up is looking around, your eyes are wide open, like, is someone, is someone here? And it comes off as needy. Mm-hmm. It comes off, and mm-hmm. that's not attractive. Mm-hmm. Or you can be eyebrows down, which is, oh, yeah, I'm just hanging out here, I'm relaxed, and talking to my drink, and yeah. just whatever. And for whatever reason, we are, I think, Probably it's a big generalization, but I feel like we're more drawn to the people who are eyebrows down, which is I'm comfortable in my skin Mm -hmm. and I genuinely don't need Mm -hmm. anybody else to feel better about me. Yeah. I think that's the decision. I think that's
0: a fair generalization. I think um, what it kind of reminded me of with you as you were saying you wanted to be in a relationship is to... That thing that we get into, I think we all have different versions of this and for some people there's this thing that recurs and whether it's socialized like we're taught to want that or whether it really is a genuine hunger or desire inside of us mm. um, that it becomes like that, that, that that's like a, a that's like a concept that has to have another participant in it to exist. Um, but if you're chasing the concept Mm -hmm. that in and of itself is like, doesn't really work. Like women who, you know, women and men, absolutely. Um, I think the social cliche is women, which is why I brought it up. Not right. because I feel that way, but this sort of idea of like, I want to be married rather than right. like, I would love to find the person I want to be married to, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get married unless I find that person. Right. Uh, rather than like, I know I want to be married. I know I want to have kids. And I think that's what gets confusing for me is is that... I, of course it's great to set goals. Um, I'm not great at it. I've sort of stumbled into a lot of the stuff that I've had in my life, but Mm -hmm. um, and maybe there are things that I could have been more successful at if I had, like, laser-focused, but I don't... I think... I think there's something to this idea of like maybe you wanted to be in a relationship so much that it was just about that rather than being able to make that real connection because that yeah. st- that's that sort of hunger for the 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 feeling of what that might be like Yeah. was less tangible than Yeah.
1: well I think it had more to do with wanting to f- I think I wanted to be in a relationship because I wanted to feel like I was lovable. I want, like it had more to do with the things about me Mm -hmm. that, which isn't to say that I think it gets messy because also in there you could, you also, and I'm attracted to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, it's not so clearly like, Oh, absolutely. But I think that's always where I would get myself into trouble. And you know, it's like, and then when you're not with somebody, you're like, God, what the fuck? is wrong with me i'm so fat i'm so all that stuff yeah um and i don't know i feel like now i don't i know not to worry about that stuff you know i think that's always kind of where i go to when people say oh if you yeah. knew then what you know now i'm like yeah i wish i knew the same thing as i was saying about improv i wish i knew that i was enough at that point
0: Mm -hmm, absolutely
1: and the wanting and the hunger it's like you spend so much energy on wanting something that like yeah it's great being in love it's great having somebody to hold hands with but if you're not you know it's the thing people say it's like if if you're not okay with who you are why would any like being in a relationship is not gonna fix that
0: yeah you're not allowing the there, it's weird because you'd think that like a bunch of self-love would take up too much space but really it's the thing that opens up mm-hmm. all of the rest of the space in your life yeah to be thinking about someone else and not just about what someone else feels for you yeah. but all of that room to you know be care, be caring of someone else and take care of that person yeah. be taken care of and all that
1: yeah when I was in my early mid 30s I kind of gave up. I sort of said to myself, Oh, maybe I'm not going to get married. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not. Cause I'd been in a few serious relationships that didn't work out. And I was kind of like, Oh, maybe Cause I always want, I really wanted to be a parent. And I was like, Oh, maybe my life is going to, maybe I'm going to be like uncle Chris. Maybe somebody else I know is going to have a kid and I'll have a relationship with that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, a very sad realization to come to it's like it's very like oh okay um but once i kind of let that in and lived with that for a while i think all of a sudden like i was like oh suddenly i was ready for what for to meet my my wife Mm -hmm. um which is great but it's like jesus that's a that's a road of uh trials to have to go through
0: sure sure but that is the way that it comes for some of us absolutely listen Mm -hmm. I can't believe this but I meant to start our mash game a few minutes ago oh start it Um, I got to get into it because I've got some good categories now in my mind as I've been sort of listening to you talk now I got to start out with this one so let's do three comic book uh well uh, let me ask this are there three comic books or comic book worlds or characters that you would like to see um, made into movies that haven't been yet? That
1: haven't been. Ooh. I don't even know if that's... I would love way. to see a Fantastic Four movie made. Um, th- I don't mean to talk shit, but Everyone knows made well. Right, yeah. um, I think the Fantastic Four... Part of what makes Fantastic Four work is obviously they're sort of this weird family. But also it's they're of a certain time. They're of that kind of like JFK, New Frontier, like science is this unexplored world mm-hmm. and like, cause they essentially they're astronauts kind of before there really were astronauts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I kind of think like, Oh, New York, like sort of sixties, early sixties, mad men, New York, Ooh, but with it. superheroes. Yeah. I love to me, it. That's sort of how I oh, see that's fantastic. Great. That's great. So okay. that'd be, I, I, I would go there. Okay, great. Um, what else do i like i really like dr strange and that's all like magic and alternate dimensions and love it you know what i mean like yeah. anything can happen and it's a little bit darker like dr strange was modeled i guess originally after vincent price i oh, love that sort of weirdo yes. gothy yes and then what's a good third one um i really like wonder woman i mean paradise island i see um, as a man i'm not allowed on paradise Island. Uh (laughs) if a man sets foot on paradise island the amazons lose their strength yeah so uh but like i'm very excited for that movie coming out Mm -hmm. i think that's gonna be i think that character is gonna be like how captain america in the marvel universe Mm -hmm. kind of got people excited i think she's gonna do that for dc okay um i guess i shouldn't put
0: her down because that's already in progress yeah. Unless it's just the wish of you wanting it
1: to be what you want it to be. God, I'm trying to think of another world. The uh, cave. I want to go to the cave. Great. Oh, love Batman. Oh, Batman and Spider-Man are my two favorites. Love it.
0: Okay. Uh, let's do vacation homes. You know, you'll get a, ma- a mansion, apartment, shack, or house. Let's do three places. Uh, that that I can- don't
1: get sunburnt?
0: Three places you don't get sunburned. I'm going to go. Uh, I mean, listen, I have to. There's no. Everyone would be disappointed if I didn't go this route. Uh, they can be places, and maybe should be places uh, that don't exist in real life. So it could be Hobbiton, Mordor. Or,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, twist. who doesn't want to live in Hobbiton? Wouldn't? Wouldn't this house, by the way, does not like? I'm not. I don't want to say like if in any way feels underground, but it's so cozy here. This is what you would want a hobbit hole oh, to be, don't you think? I
0: think that was a huge compliment. Oh. Yeah, I think
1: it's like isn't that what you want? Is like yeah. beautiful wood. Yeah, like yeah. your own hobbit hole yeah. for sure. I would okay. want that because <laughs> I, I picture like in your hobbit hole, there's always like a little like a copper kettle of stew oh, yes. cooking over it's the fire. Wonderful in your hobbit hole, twenty four seven. And also those weirdo long pipes, like mm-hmm, where the mm-hmm. the 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 stem of the pipe is a good foot mm-hmm. long and very narrow. Yeah, I don't smoke, but I think I that just is neat. I agree. Um, okay, so that other fantasy realms um well then i want to go sci-fi oh like star wars where do i want to go in star wars
0: yeah where do you want to go in star wars
1: well part of me wants to go to the cantina where all the aliens Mm -hmm. are because who does not want to see don't you want
0: to see those aliens yeah i really want to get up close and personal with the ones that especially you sort of flash by that you don't get to really Mm -hmm. see and get to know
1: like muftak Mm -hmm. and or cabe Uh Boshek. Would you like to hang out with Boshek?
0: I mean, I think we're at the point now where I, I'm not sure I cannot include this, but even if you end up with another, <laughs> a, another Star Wars uh, area. But
1: I don't want to go to Jabba's Palace. I yeah, want to be clear about no, that. No, the cantina... Okay. That's fun. The canteen yeah. is fun. You can have a space yeah. drink. You can talk yeah. to Chewbacca. You're not in any
0: danger in this. Whatever. No, this, a, this, well, you know, there's a little unless danger. you want a little danger.
1: Well, I think Mos Eisley. It's a wretched yeah. hive of scum and villainy. Like there is a little yeah. danger there. But Jabba's palace, you're Ste- gonna Ste- die. Fear. Yeah. You're gonna die. And also the musical numbers. Great.
0: Okay. Uh, third one.
1: Um, another fantasy. Okay, so we did and sci-fi we did superhero stuff what's a good one oh let me think about something for my daughters um they love teen titans go that's superhero uh oh uh like disneyland
0: oh yeah i want to be Great that one.
1: kind of oh
0: okay this is good this leads me to my next uh category Three uh, rides in Disneyland that in some way become a real world. Haunted
1: Mansion. Great. Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, what's? I wish there was a third one. Well, I'm really looking forward to the new Star Wars world. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to get to walk through the Millennium Falcon, Janet. That's exciting. Oh, boy. Wouldn't you just... Like, I would just pretend to be like, oh, I'm Garak. I'm I'm the Millennium Falcon mechanic. Yeah. No, I don't leave. I just hang out here. (laughs) i just hang out here do
0: i get paid oh no 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 heavens no
1: yeah because i mean they're gonna a- actor wise they're gonna hire people who to just be like you're a star wars person you hang out and i'm be so star glad wars.
0: they're doing that because anything immersive like that is more fun mm-hmm. than just a single ride where like you just get in and get out and they were really onto something when they i mean star wars was one of the first rides where you were like oh they've created a whole world for me to just wait in line it oh thank yeah you, you know oh all, all that so stuff They know
1: what they're doing um can I let's see? Now, having said all that, can I jump over to Universal and say the Harry Potter World? Could, oh, I, could that yeah. be one of those? I'll allow it. Have you been over there?
0: I haven't been over there because I keep feeling like I should save it and go to the big one in Orlando. Yeah, but because I've never been to Disney World but, and Orlando. I mean, I've never been to any of but those go here, parks. But you
1: could also go here because you know so many people who work there. That's true. And it's, Annie. It's interesting. It's small, yeah, but it's very fulfilling because it is okay. like most of it is sort of like what you're describing with that yeah. Star Wars waiting yeah. in line. Most of it is just atmospheric. Okay. But you go to that wand shop, You've convinced me. it's yeah.
0: the best. All right. All right. This is good. This is good. Okay. How about three musicals that uh, you get to be in? Whatever character you want. You can gender bend, age bend, whatever you want. Oh, I uh, definitely want to be musicals. in the music.
1: The music, when we were talking, about, I think mm-hmm. that might have been before we started recording, but the music man is by far my favorite one. I remember Christmas, it must have been college this was sort of pre DVDs and all this stuff. My brother on Christmas Eve stayed up till like two in the morning because Music Man was going to be on TV, and he knew I loved it, so he recorded it, and so for Christmas morning gave me on oh, VHS. Oh, that's
0: great! Oh, the best! That's great. That Could show, you be Harold Hill.
1: I would want, to, but I, but again, could I? Would I be the mayor? But, Certainly. But listen,
0: this is I can't be Tommy is your, This is your mash right now. So I'm oh gonna, yeah, I would. I'm oh, who does, na- does
1: Does anyone not want to be Harold Hill? I know I would love to be yeah. Harold Hill. I know, and I like Mary and the Librarian a, a lot too. Yeah. But like, you get to be, and also I know, he has all the best numbers. Let's he has be all honest. the best numbers, and also I'm a great chorus member, but I'm not a super great singer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Music Man. For all yeah, those, you
0: can pe- sort of chant your way through it. You just start your bike, ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding,
1: ding, ding, ding. Pick a little, tuck a little, tip, I mean, oh, oh that's that's the great. best. It's great. Uh, okay, great. Uh, uh, two so, more. Music Man is a great one. Uh, I have the sad distinction. I have played two of the four uh, non-singing adult characters in West Side Story. What uh-huh. are the greatest musicals of all time? Wonderful. But you know who doesn't get to sing? Gladhand, Lieutenant oh. Shrank, Krupke, and Doc. Okay. I've yeah. played. I've played two of those four characters. Which
0: two did you play? You played. I Peek? was
1: Doc in high school. Again, probably maybe the youngest person in the cast mm-hmm. in all the high school style old age Don't makeup. Lie if I do. So like that weird white <laughs> clay <laughs> sure. in my hair. Sure. And then looking at through the school library something about makeup. Like so, I'm sure I'm looking at like a picture of Lon Chaney as Phantom <laughs> of the Opera <laughs> and drawing all these deep yes. brown lines yes. on my face
0: wonderful yeah I'm like 15
1: years old Madison Wisconsin trying to affect a New York Jewish Mm -hmm. accent I mean ugh boy (laughs) I don't know what I was doing
0: would you be in West Side Story as one of the oh for sure yeah but
1: but don't you want to be I want to be like riff
0: yeah let's get you into riff roll
1: or uh, Anita that's a great part come on Anita is great too Uh, and then, so the third musical gosh what's a good musical Um, (laughs) I've named two (laughs) <laughs> there are no other good musicals. Uh, I really liked Into... I was in Into the Woods. I really like that show. I would like to be in Into the Woods.
0: Great. Is there a character specifically?
1: Um, I was the narrator, and I like that, but I think that those princes are super fun. Or the baker. No, Thank don't you. you want to either be the baker and the baker? The best part is Baker's wife, right. but be the baker that'd be fun okay great
0: uh this is the category i have to bring into every mash game because it's my personal obsession three foods that in this mash universe are not they're no longer bad for you on any level it's like they're nutritious that you need them Mm -hmm. snap of your fingers you've got it it could be as specific as a cupcake from this one place in new york or just like pizza
1: Mm, i like stuffed pizza from uh, like chicago like uh, is it giordano's or something like that i like a nice stuffed pizza you can't eat it a lot but in this fantasy world oh boy why wouldn't you you? yeah why wouldn't you why wouldn't you um what else do i really like i really like a nice cheeseburger
0: Great.
1: um and then what would be a, a, a tasty treat oh um Like a peanut butter fudge.
0: Ooh, God, fudge. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'd have a heart attack. My heart would explode. It would be racing so much from the sugar high if I could eat all the fudge I wanted.
1: But again, we're in the fantasy world where it's just, it's more about the taste. I would
0: totally do fudge.
1: Oh, yeah. But I like the peanut butter because I like the salty kind of the way it cuts the chocolate. Yeah.
0: No, that's a delicious, very brilliant choice. Thank you. Uh, Okay, next is, now listen, all due respect to your wonderful wife.
1: Absolutely.
0: This is a mash game.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: Alternate universe could just be like, listen, I'd like to spend one night with this lady, mm-hmm. or this is my alternate universe wife, right. companion, whatever, right? Um, or some uh, some iteration between the two, three, uh, and it can be. You can jump through time. It could be like you know, blank era, Julie Andrews. I'm thinking. Like uh. I immediately guess, describe that to you, or you does know, does
1: somebody pick Mary Poppins? I, f- I like Mary Poppins, but I think that would be weird if you picked Mary Poppins as like your hot lady friend. That'd be I, mean, weird.
0: I mean I'm not I I wouldn't I wouldn't in any way look askance at that but
1: well, no, but she's not one of my three uh-huh. that's just sort but of if someone that did, was the would question I, would, I, I,
0: would I wonder that'd be,
1: uh, no I wouldn't wonder about that I just think yeah. like I think you could do better <laughs> um, yeah. who would I pick I pick um, I like Allison Janney on the West Wing oh, great like great, just great. funny and smart and oh, vulnerable oh, great love her um who's on my uh maya rudolph because she's on the Mayan and right. Marty right now i just like she's one of my i mean there's so many comedic actresses like mm-hmm. that but like right now i'm just like, oh she's That's the great. best great, i love great, great. her um am trying to go like if we do like go into like genre and stuff like mm-hmm. that like my brain goes more towards Wonder Woman than like a Princess Leia. hmm mm-hmm. Um and it's because like I like Princess Leia but like I feel like Wonder Woman's a little bit more of a warrior, mm-hmm. a little more of a badass. I'm just trying to think like it's such a cliche. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Carol Burnett, I really like her. I
0: mean, I feel like you've taken care of the funny ladies. Yeah, if you want to go Wonder Woman. I think you're. This is your match game. You yeah, but my,
1: my, my, well, I, the thing about Wonder Woman is like that's sort of what appeared, but that's not the one that really mm-hmm. grabs me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, maybe like Raven. Do you know Teen Titans at all? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I do- don't.
0: People love Teen Titans. People
1: are very into Teen Titans. It's sort of like kind of what X Men has been for people. Yeah. Uh, okay,
0: then I got to get into it because I'm always looking for a new X Men feeling.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, new Teen Titans. Okay. Oh, like 80s era Teen Titans? Jeez, it's the yeah. best. It's yeah. the best. Okay. Um, there's a funny character. Ch- he was He's Beast Boy now. He was Changeling. Mm-hmm. He falls in love with a uh, character, Terra, who has Earth powers. Turns out, Terra. Is maybe not exactly who she says she is. Uh-oh. And it's amazing <laughs> because it's the funny guy getting his heart destroyed. Oh, it's yeah. it's great. It sounds like my cup of tea. I think you would dig that. Uh, maybe Raven. Okay, great. Because she's kind of like the dark witch, but you know, she she comes from sort of evil, but you know there's some good inside of her. Mm-hmm.
0: Those are my favorite characters. Cool. Uh, okay, next one is... Um, let's do let's do time travel let's do you can uh look on any time and place you're safe nothing bad's going to happen to you you're observing you're not changing mm-hmm. but just to get a, just to get a little taste to see you can
1: go forward backward like i'm wearing my time belt janet mm-hmm,
0: like you're wearing your time belt that's Norman. right
1: my tin foil time belt um, <laughs> um where would i go i definitely want to do uh okay this is a <laughs> I just think is the best I want to go to, like, Sherlock Holmes,
0: Ooh. but I
1: want him to be played by, like, like on Fantasy Island, there's an episode of Fantasy Island where the guy who played Tarzan on TV, Ron Ely, I think <laughs> is how you pronounce the name, he's Sherlock Holmes, so it's this six foot four, super tan, blonde, like... <laughs> California uh, bodybuilder looking guy okay. wearing the deerstalker yeah, cap. Yeah. That's what I love about Fantasy Island yes. is people like, oh, yeah, sure. Cheryl Teagues. <laughs> of course you're Madame Curie. <laughs> so I want to go to like Sherlock Holmes, Victorian England, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but have it be all populated by with like uh, 70s and 80s uh, That's an amazing celebrities thing
0: to imagine. OK, God.
1: I if I could make a TV show, that's I would redo Fantasy Island now that's and hilarious. just step on camp, the gas, camp it up. But uh, just have fun with yeah. it. Yeah, it's like that's oh great. yeah oh the cast of uh, Full House. <laughs> you guys were going to redo um, uh, Sound of Music, <gasps> and you guys Amazing. are going to do it? Amazing. Where else do I want to time travel to? I want to time travel to. Definitely want to go to the future. I want to think. What kind of future do I want to see? I want to see like. I guess I do want to see sort of like the Apple Store, Mm Jetpack, Jetsons. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's what I want to see. I want to see like, oh, yeah. I want to see everybody has a Jetpack built into their belt Mm -hmm. and your robot is your best friend Mm -hmm. and oh, no, we don't go to Earth anymore. Uh (laughs) Oh, no, no. That's just a factory now. I, I want to see that. Great. And then what other time travel? Where do you want to time travel to?
0: uh well i like all your choices because they had they still have some fantasy attached to them they're it's not like i want to go
1: you want to see the declaration of independence signs mm. do you know what i mean i just think if you go so deep into the past everything's gonna smell like shit
0: yeah i know it's, just, it's really oh. stinky times
1: yeah so to me it's always like oh it's like star trek i like oh no i want to go see the nazis but they're actually monsters yeah wearing nazi costumes yeah like that's what i want to see yeah
0: yeah i know i i mean i feel like i would go even just like it feels almost like a waste but even just 10 to 20 years in the future just like yes everyone's cars drives themselves like the, to see the young oh, kids being like, like can you believe we used to people used to drive their own cars not that long ago like my mom drove her own uh,
1: car can you believe it we all used to have hearts with blood yeah Ugh. Thank God, my nanobites uh, are just keeping me alive forever. Yeah, see, forever. You're, again,
0: you're jettisoning way further. You're going <laughs> way further. Like I said, I could be a total waste. Could Tomorrow, be a total tomorrow's
1: waste. around the corner. Um, where else do we want to go? I I like what you sort of said about like nearby. So maybe nearby past. Like mm-hmm. I love. Um like I said, sort of like Fantastic Four in the 60s. Yeah, sure. Maybe like New York in like the 50s -hmm. or the 60s. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I really want to be like a beat poet, but I do like those, like those. Go check it out. Those blue suits. Get it on
0: you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I would like, I feel that way about, I've said this before, but I feel that way about San Francisco, like same kind of time frame, maybe even the 40s. Mm -hmm. Just this idea of like, what what people were wearing and the fact that you would walk down a city street and everyone would have a hat on is yeah. just great.
1: Oh, and I and I feel like like uh, to use the Oscars as an example, like you can never go wrong yeah. trying to look like a movie star from the 50s. Yeah. Like as a guy yeah. like a nice tuxedo mm-hmm. And a bow tie. Mm-hmm. Don't do a Daniel Day Lewis velvety right.
0: ruffled dangly right. thing. Yeah. I mean,
1: because it's dated as soon as you put it on. Yeah. Or like those like the Russell Crowe had sort of like those two pieces of fabric kind oh, of yeah. folded. <laughs> like it just it's nothing against them. It just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. But as of or like but like you could always go Cary Grant. Mm-hmm. You could always go yeah. like a Dinner, tuxedo, Paul's mm-hmm. probably a better person. To they call ex- this
0: timeless. Yeah, but yeah. They call this timeless, great. Okay, uh, final category. Mm, final category. Let's do alternate universe uh, careers.
1: Oh, gosh, for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, somebody else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really, uh, through improv, I've done a lot of teaching. I would really like to teach. Great. I I love working oh, yeah. with kids. And I feel like... Yeah, you're a great teacher. Well, thank you. Uh, but especially with uh improv like it makes you a better improviser because mm-hmm. then as soon as once you you know as soon as you start teaching it all of a sudden then you hear your voice when you're on stage reminding your students set the word dumb dumb yeah. like hey are you listening right now or are you thinking like yeah. all that stuff absolutely I love teaching um I would want to be I think it might be fun to be like a lawyer but like, a courtroom lawyer like you mm-hmm. know with oh s- yeah sleeves rolled up oh and my like, god
0: i'm right there with you i want fictitious
1: yeah like,
0: like you're on a may i approach
1: oh yeah maybe like southern lawyer oh yeah, yeah. But, but like fun like uh, like it's it's hot a little bit in the courtroom uh-huh. but as soon as you step outside <laughs> those giant fans that's over right, every, you know right. you don't want to be uncomfortable yeah no it's you're wearing, and too much but linen I, love it. I can't i can't wear linen yeah southern southern lawyer um, but fun, like a fun southern yeah, lawyer, not
0: a racist southern. Oh lawyer. God, Let's no! Be very clear, and you're occasionally, defending against.
1: And maybe my one big case has to do with race,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like, uh, I, you I, got more of the Atticus Finch. Going. Oh, yeah, perfect to
0: be on the right side of history in that way. <laughs> <What> the- so <laughs> in smuggling not a word.
1: Don't we it all want to matter. be on the right side? Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, and then third career. Um, I like cooking. Great. I think it'd be a fun cook. A fun a cook. I no, nobody it. wants a fun cook. You I want a g- do. No, you want a good cook. You don't want well, a fun cook.
0: if he also happens to be fun. <laughs>
1: These gummy worms will make that beef <laughs> delicious. Uh, Fuck you, fun cook.
0: You're right. You're right. I'm, I feel changed. Uh, I, I Okay. Uh, tell me when to stop.
1: Do, 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 do. Stop.
0: Okay. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to reassure the listener it will seem as if no time whatsoever has passed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back with your one hundred percent guaranteed fictitious mass feature. Love it. You don't have to be nervous. I'm a little nervous. But I do like that you're nervous. You know what? <laughs> Stay nervous. All right. Uh okay. First of all
1: Boy, that took forever. I hope the <laughs> I hope the listeners did not listening. tune out because
0: I don't think you were I don't think you understand.
1: All right.
0: First of all, I gotta rip the band aid off. You did get a shack.
1: Wait, did they get Mansion
0: apartment shack house? You uh-huh. got the shack. Oh. But the shack is inside of uh, this sort of Disneyland Ooh. world. And so that could be an adorable enchanted shack.
1: I do It turns
0: into a castle.
1: I love how you're trying to spin this. I did. A shack is a shack is a shack. Okay.
0: You got a shack in Disneyland.
1: I'm wearing a barrel.
0: I don't... <laughs> <laughs> and there aren't even suspenders. It's just two pieces yeah, of
1: rope. I'm covered in honey <laughs> and bees. I'm, I'm like Winnie the Pooh.
0: Uh, as long as we're on the Disneyland track, I can reassure you that um, you can jump into this sort of Pirates of the Caribbean world whenever oh, you want to. That's fun. I don't know what's going on in there. You might have a beautiful castle in there. I'm really trying to take the sting out of this shack thing.
1: There are not a lot of castles on the ocean, so I'm I'm drowning in my shack. All right. <laughs> so wait, I'm, a, I'm a shack pirate? I'm just like, I'm that one...
0: I'm not saying that you... Those two things don't have to be connected.
1: I would like to say, when I listen to this show, mm-hmm. all the mashes, it's a very fantasy, like, mm-hmm. oh, you need. so far I'm living on a fucking <laughs> rock in the middle of an ocean. You,
0: you did that to yourself. In
1: a shack. You did that to yourself. How did I do that?
0: Uh, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and just try to <sighs> argue your way out of it? Uh, I'm not
1: arguing. I'm raising As the southern complaint.
0: courtroom lawyer That you are <laughs> Your honor I will be defending myself In this case I would I like to, to address the crab
1: Your honor You know this coral reef I seem to find myself living Oh I'll get to you Mr. Walrus In just a moment Oh my god Oh, so this.
0: satisfying. I don't know if you're going to need to use those skills to defend someone in, uh, Victorian era England, but you might have to bring, uh, you might have to have uh, the Hoff. You might have to be defending him. Oh, uh, you know, but, uh, because he, aka Sigmund Freud. I don't really. Know I love it. Happen. No, this is a- so. You definitely have your other dream world of your seventies and eighties celebs. He, he really uh, also got himself the shittiest
1: lawyer breathing. possible. <laughs> That's amazing
0: um i want to congratulate you on your great work in west side story
1: thank you my understanding
0: is you did two productions and one you played anita and the other you played riff
1: i don't think i would wonderful. be wonderful by the way me and drag not, attractive. <laughs> not a good idea not a good tra- idea you're a man but that you know does, that doesn't like mean some anything. Of the, but some of the kids in the hall no you're right i
0: understand very attractive
1: as women well, i i look like a serial killer it's not cute no well, uh
0: we all saw it coming. Now, listen, uh, you. I want to thank you for helming the marvelous Doctor Strange uh, movie Ooh! that you created, and as it smashed success, you might be able to buy yourself a new house. By the way, I don't know why you insist on living in a shack. You're I, I, I,
1: I apparently, I've been put there in the middle of the pirate
0: world, <laughs> where somehow, some way. You have a nonstop supply of peanut butter fudge. Oh, your sustenance!
1: I think that's why. Amazing, amazing! That must be why people come to me to defend them because they know that's I right. got I got a, a mainline to they that stay, peanut butter fudge. They come fudge. for the
0: defense and stay for the fudge, or vice versa. <laughs> uh, and uh, you're sharing all of this marvelous shit <laughs> with Raven from Teen Titans.
1: Oh, she will leave me. By the way, <laughs> that is that is a doomed romance from the very beginning because there is no way she's going to hang out with some oh. dipshit in suspenders. <laughs> Your Honor, I'll contend that this old timey box that says TNT from that piratey ship over yonder. Raven, where have you gone, my lady? Wow! Well, you
0: really found the bittersweet in this mash. Uh, this mash game. I, I have to say,
1: I think that is the worst mash I've heard. Now, again, I want to be clear: this is not you. This is my world. I feel like my world really. I need. Well, to do you some made work. it the
0: funniest. <laughs> thank you. I've not laughed this hard during a mash game. I don't know if ever. Um, Good. Thank you so much for doing the podcast.
1: I am delighted.
0: I'll tell you what: there is just one more thing I require of you. You may not leave delighted. Uh-oh. I do ask you to sing however much or however little oh, that's right. of Don Henley's Boys of Summer.
1: Oh, sure. That you
0: can think of. I want to remind everyone they can find Chris Tallman on Twitter.
1: And Instagram. Tallman, and Instagram. It's Mr. M.R. Chris Tallman. Mr. Chris M-R, Tallman.
0: Mr. Chris Tallman. Uh, anything else people need to know?
1: Uh, the Thundermans continues to the roll strong. I think at, right now when we're recording this, we're on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock. Who knows? Great. Um uh hopefully i think there's more nation stuff coming up yeah. in the future are you guys doing more thrilling adventure oh, there's like little bits here yeah, and there little right?
0: bits here and there hopefully i think it's kind of a question mark about yeah, what it'll be it's on a hiatus yes. yeah
1: um that's kind of it for the moment i'm working on a podcast for howl we'll see yeah we've recorded three episodes and it All took right. a year so well i understand yes i understand uh, once you get rolling Thanks. Like, all right. Okay. So what am I singing on? Boys of Summer?
0: Yeah. Whatever you can think of. Whatever Out, you out want. on the
1: road today, I saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. A voice inside my head said, I got the rhythm wrong. The voice inside my head said, don't look back. You can never look back, but you look back. I thought <laughs> I knew. That's my favorite part in the video. Right, yeah. Because they cut to the person yeah, looking back. Thought I, I knew back. what love was. What did I know? Those days are gone forever. I like to make it a country song. I, I should, should just let them go, go but. I can see you your brown skin shining in the sun. You got your hair pulled back in them wayfarers on baby. Don't I can tell you my love for you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone.